All right, welcome back to Benchroom Reports. Today is August 12th. My name is Try. My name is Ingerson. What's good, y'all? What's good? What's good? Um, we know um, we missed last week because of some things that I'll probably talk about on Can't Tell Me None podcast, which is, you know, every Saturday. Um, but this is sports, so there's been a lot of things that's happening, um, and we would like to catch up on it. Um, what 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 have uh, kind of caught your eye throughout this last weekend this or last week-ish? week and a half? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, that I was completely wrong about um, Derek Lewis. Oh, you thought he was going to win that fight, huh? Oh, yes. I thought he was going to win. Oh, no. Derek Lewis might have made the most money without throwing any punch. I don't think he threw a single or two. I mean, he might have connected on like two. He didn't connect it. He might have swung like three, four times. um, Probably barely hit him. uh, But... I mean, Cyril Gon. I can't say Cyril Gon. Cyril Gon. Cyril Gon. I can't say his name sometimes because it's just a tongue twister for my Asian ass to try to pronounce it. Cyril <laughs> uh, Gon. But the dude is legit, man. Um, coming into this fight, everybody kind of says that he's kind of like a boring fighter, um, and he he proved it. He was a killer. He uh, he came in there and trying to finish. My thing with Derek Lewis Lewis is that. Um, a lot of the fight he came in never really the favorite. He was always the underdog, so I don't know how. I don't know Who how Lewis you, was the underdog. Say that again. Lewis was the underdog. I think Lewis was the underdog coming into this fight. Nobody oh. really because he's not he's not technical as a fighter. He never was. He just has that one punch power that can just end your night. So every, yeah, so that's the, what I was expecting to happen. To be honest, yeah, he's kind of like a Wilder. You know, like if Wilder don't hit you with that one punch, like. Yeah, you know, it was kind of like almost like a Tyson Fury versus Wilder, where one guy's very technical with his techniques, uh, jabs, feints, kicks, elbows, um, different looks, different stands, and Derek Lewis just kind of stand there. But my thing is like he was backtracking a lot, using his back against the cage, never really like command the ring, uh, command getting, uh, the octagon. Yeah, now Lewis was getting uh. I don't know. The first round, I, I guess maybe the beginning of the first round, it seemed a little closer. But then as the fight got towards the the end of it, I don't even remember how many. Uh, it didn't go to full. It went what the no, second. No, I think it was it. It was the second round. Yeah, once end. it yeah. once it got towards like the end of the first, going into the second, you could just see that the fight was over. Uh, Derek Lewis didn't really he didn't really do anything to make him to become the aggressor. He was just getting a uh, pummeled. And then, sadly for me, my shit started buffering right when he got knocked out, so I had to go look for the clip. But yeah, no, yeah, he was getting uh, pummeled. The the first round, you were like, "Ooh, like ah, he wasn't doing much. Like he's not doing much. He's getting mm-hmm. pieced up." Um, the leg kicks was wildly successful for uh, Gon, and he just kept coming back and back and back and back with more leg kicks. You, I mean, them leg kicks gonna add up. Like uh, by the second round, yeah. like Lewis wasn't moving, and I think. Uh, contributing to his lack of movement is all the leg kicks that he was eating the first and the second round. So um, now it's kind of interesting um, because they're both from France. Um, not from... Uh, Nganu and... Uh, Nganu, 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 Nganu so isn't from France. He's... Uh, but he, you know, reps France also. So you got both guys that, like, are repping France, and um, it should be really interesting whether they want to do that in Vegas or they want to do that in France because both guys would definitely ma- uh, draw in a lot of the uh, French. A lot of, yeah. So, but here's my question. So that was the interim heavyweight. I thought Ngannou was the... 
Yeah, he's a he's he he is the champion. The reason why they were doing that shit is because of this whole drama with the whole John Jones uh, negotiation, um, and then he was supposed to fight Lewis, and then originally Francis was supposed to fight Lewis, and then after Gon beat Volcom. Kind of convincingly, uh, kind of convincingly, and so uh, something wrong with the whole negotiation there. So they just slipped gone in. Uh, but it's, it it seemed weird how they did it. But I kind of like how it ended up being because now you have like a, a Frenchman versus another Frenchman. You know, one repping France, another one repping uh, I think Nigeria. And they both used to fight for the uh, they, in the first, same, or they still fight for the same camp. I think. Um, I think I think Francis don't fight, uh, don't train out of there anymore. I think he's yeah, in. But they I, used to. Not they, no more though. Yeah, they used to. I think he's coming. He's fighting out of Vegas right now. I think Francis been in Vegas for some time training. Oh, he's still fighting out of. Uh, out gone, of, gone. Yeah, gone is still very, very much in the French. Um, okay. Yeah, he's still fighting out of France. Then, yeah, they both started there. I forgot. There was. I was reading about it uh, last week. Right. Right. When they so, was talking about gone because i didn't really know much about cyril gone until leading up to this fight so yeah he was talking about his backstory and all that i was well, into that well he's like i think that's that was his 10th fight or ninth fight something like that he only started mma like a couple years ago which is wild for a guy to be like such you know with as technical as is, and yeah. yeah so like he's so calm and he's so comfortable in the ring I'm, I keep saying the ring like it's WWE. I mean, the octagon, like he's so comfortable in the octagon. It's kind of wild for a guy to be that comfortable. I mean, and, big as fuck. I mean, you could be comfortable when you damn near the biggest dude. But he doesn't move like he's a big man. He That's move, what makes it scarier. He too. moves like, he moves like low key, like. Yeah, he's uh, athletic. He's like, athletic. He moves like kind of like Robert Whitaker pace. It was just jump, 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 and, you know, move in and out. He, he kind of moves like Robert Whitaker, and Robert Whitaker is, like, a middleweight. Um, so it's kind of impressive. And I personally think him and Francis is a, is a huge fight. And I actually think I would go with Gon just off the technicality aspect, the calmness, and the ability, that, the ability to avoid shots. Because, like, Francis, I know, Francis is different than Derek Lewis, though, when it comes to being like a full-blown slugger. They're different, but they're the same in a way. That's, that's fair. I'll because give that. Francis isn't technical in any sense. He's a wild man just throwing right hooks and left hooks and overhand and all that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, no, he's not right. a guy who's going to come in with a game plan. He's going to come in and knock your head off, kind of like Derek Lewis with more power more athleticism, more That's what movement. I, was say. I feel like the only difference is Ngannou is more athletic. And I, I would probably say, ah, never mind, I won't even say that. I was going to say maybe he probably has a little more endurance or stamina than Lewis, but I don't right. even know. I mean, he got, he didn't get lucky, but he was lucky enough to, uh, who, did he just, who did he just fight? Was it Stipe? Was that his last fight? Yeah, it, yeah, was, he, not, it was not lucky. He beat no, Stipe. No, I mean, not lucky, but he, he got lucky in the sense that he was able to knock him out and didn't have to, you know, go to distance with him. Cause I mean, right. it could have, I mean, he was dominating that fight, but it could have been a little different if he ended up going to distance. You never know. He could have got tired and gas and then Stipe could have probably tried to use his technicality to, you know, win the fight, but he was already, that fight was already over. Right. I'm just right. saying like hypothetically, but I mean, I don't know. I think, I think Francis could be, uh, be gone, but I think it's going to be a good fight because 
I'm not gonna say it's a for sure because I thought Derek Lewis was for sure gonna win and yeah, I, I think pummeled. I think you're saying that just because you never really saw a uh, gone fought. So yeah, that's why they, I'm more they, like I don't know at this point because yeah, I've seen them fight. The easier pick is the is the is the familiar pick. Yeah, no. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, that fight with Francis has to happen next. Um, I I keep seeing John Jones tweeting about champion in 2022, so he's not coming back to 2022, and I kind of want to see this play out before John's come back because if John and I also don't want John to get the title. I actually would like to see John fight Stipe. Um, I know there's a little discussion between the contracts between Stipe and John Jones. So if that happens, that'd be great because I don't want him to just kind of jump the line because, you know, usually how it happens is like there's a champion, right, and um, and he's been a champion for a long time or whatever the case might be. And if he lose, most of the time the UFC will give the guy the, the, a rematch, mm-hmm. you know, and they haven't gave a rematch to Stipe, and they're never really talking about a rematch. So it's kind of fucked up to Stipe. So I would like. I think, I think the only reason they didn't give, they haven't gave Stipe a rematch yet, is the way he lost to Francis. I don't give a fuck. Um, if yeah, you can say that shit. They gave Daniel Cormier a rematch when he was fighting John Jones. Yeah, but that's because of the rivalry that they had and uh, how much money he was bringing it in. It don't matter. They also gave. Um, they also gave um, who else got a fucking uh, Frankie Edgar got another rematch. They also I gave. I have no excuses for Frankie Edgar getting another rematch. Uh, y- so. Uriah Faber getting rematches. I have no excuses for. Well, I like they, Uriah they Faber. They got. Um, they got. Fuck. Who else they got? Um, well, you know, it's all who Dana likes. I I know. Reality. Yeah, but like Stipe is a nice guy. How the fuck do you not like Stipe? He's a fighter and a firefighter part time or full time, whatever case might be. He's saving he fires and. Sa- and killing, uh, kicking ass in the in the octagon. So it's just because you don't bring in the money that I would say that. Uh, but John don't either. John bring in more than Stipe. Yeah, but John don't bring in Connor money. Fam, nobody brings in Connor money. I know that's why that's why John ain't getting the contract that he wants because no, he yeah, don't bring in the numbers. Contract, but nobody brings in Connor money, so that's why. Like also, a, I can also compare it to Connor. I can also uh, argue that Stipe will pull in more viewers than. Then it will be it's a top three draw of that division besides Francis Jones and uh, Stipe. Who else pull in more viewers? In no, that, you, you, no, I agree that, with you. I'm not that saying that. I wasn't trying to say that Stipe like don't be selling, but I mean obviously John would probably sell more tickets than him, and obviously it'd have more of a you can do more with the with the quote unquote storyline with a with a John Jones fight than you can with Stipe because you know Stipe just going be quiet put his head down, train, and then come fight on fight night. He's not going to really be doing all the extras on social media. Exactly. Back and forth. But that's that's why I think. John Jones be doing that shit too, but it doesn't translate in the pay-per-views, and that's where it matters. That's true. You know, like, it, like John be doing all that shit, all that shit, all the time. But, like, people don't really eat up his shit and buy the pay-per-view like that. People will be like, you know, well, I'll just stream it illegally. It's, it's, to be fair... When it comes to UFC, I don't think heavyweight is like the. They're, they're not the big office guys. Yeah, I was they're about to say bro. they're not the. They're not really the 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 box office dudes. No, they're not. Like when people watch all. UFC, they're coming to watch the the bantamweights, the middleweights, the the welterweights, the dudes that. I mean, Brock Lesnar drew in a lot when when. Well, that don't count. He was in the Brock, WWE. That's a whole different family. But he was he a champion. At one point. No, no, I'm not saying that. And also, Kane, Kane Velasquez, if he wasn't injured all the damn time. Yeah, he uh, did bring in some. Because Kane brought in all the Mexican fans. 
Oh, and shit, if you, Kane it, is Mexican. I'm so sorry. if you can capitalize on, like, the Mexican audience in the United States and also in Mexico, you that's a big one. I mean, Canelo, look at Canelo. He don't even speak a lick of English. I mean, he kind of do. He do. He do, he do. But he don't really have, like, full paragraphs of English. And that boy sell out. That's true. Dallas Stadium, you know? I mean, he gotten better at his English. He's gotten better, but he Over doesn't even try, and he doesn't need to try. Yeah, you yeah, don't... It's what, my... Th- what do you guys speak to Canelo for? Right, he just right, come right. in the ring to knock you out. Exactly. It's same Same. if Kane would have stayed healthy. Kane didn't, Kane didn't really need anything as long as he was a Mexican-born champion. He was going to have the Mexican fans base, and Absolutely. they're going to buy reviews, and they're going to buy tickets, and, yeah, you know... Because Mexicans, they for sure take pride in when they have an athlete that comes right. out of their country. So, yeah, I, that's true. Exactly. Same way with with, with with most South Americans, too, with Brazilians, too. Exactly. Uh, nah, not so not so much with the Brazilian if you're going to put them in, like, a Vegas fight. If you put it, if you put the fight in Brazil. Not yet. If it's, overseas, if it's somewhere overseas, then you'll probably then, get more. Then, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it... Uh, but if you have a Mexican-born champion, you 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 can put that in Vegas. You can put that in Dallas. You can put you you don't really need to put it in Mexico because we have so many Hispanics here that are willing to buy and buy the pay per view and show up to the arena, show up to the bars and all that shit. So you don't necessarily need it. You can just put that bitch yeah, in Mexico, Vegas and it'd like be an hour away. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can just you know cross the border here, to yeah, see the fight see and then it'll fight. be right back. Yeah, it's it's no issue, but. I was happy to see Jose Aldo win though too. That was that was good. Oh yeah, he looked clean. Yeah, he looked good. He looked for his clean. age and for I haven't heard about him fighting in a minute. He looked good. He looked in shape. Yeah, um, considering he dropped down on weight class and he yeah. went from forty five to thirty five. I don't know how the fuck he went. How could you be a guy who struggled to make one forty five, but now you look great at a lower division? When you were struggling to make one forty five, I mean, he's always been a smaller dude. No, he's not. He's a big dude. He's a Jose big, don't look that big. He don't look that big, but he's a big dude. He's a big dude compared to a, a lot of other bantamweight, to be honest with you. He's a big dude. He carries a lot of muscle. That's the thing. Maybe even frame, he's not the tallest. Yeah, that's probably what I'm looking at. Yeah, he ain't got the longest length. Yeah, but 5'7", he got 36. Yeah, that's not that bad. He got big, big, big muscle. So he carries a lot of weight. But I'm glad he's back. Um, he's been winning in the, in the 135. And I hope he gets a title shot soon. He might need another big win before the title shot because Pedro Munoz is a is a bad boy. Um, all right. With that being said, would we like to move on to um, uh, the this uh, Olympic talk? Uh, I was getting a little nervous, uh, but it looks like we kind of pulled out with the um, with the with the golds and the silvers, and the, I think we led in. We let in all. Yeah, we 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 ended up leading the medal race and the gold medal race. We yeah, yeah. We like China on the last day. Slightly, yeah, on yeah. The last day we surpassed last China. Day, I was about to be so. I was about to. Ooh, I was about to I put a hurt on these communists, mother. I think volleyball and then all the uh, all the sprints and stuff. Right. Put us ahead. You know, it's it's great, but I mean, I have never seen such. Lack of coverage on an Olympic before. of the Olympics, yeah, it was kind of I like, don't know. You know, like when Phelps was winning, Ashley was all over ESPN. Yeah, they dropped the ball. Uh, I don't know what NBC did. I don't know why they they had. I think they should have just put it on NBC like they usually did, but do. But this year they did like the streaming. A lot of it was on Peacock, and then like if you wanted to watch the basketball games, you have to hard. either watch them on Peacock or it was a. Some website, watcholympics.com. And also... That was and just also, like Olympic coverage. It was also, hard you, to find stuff. 
And also, do you think it's the timing? Because, like, I think a last Olympic or the Olympic before that, it was like if you wake up at, like, 6, 7 a.m., you can catch it. Or, like, it was, like, going on in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But now it's, like, nighttime. What was, it's, like, what was, what was the last 9 p.m. In Brazil? Tw- huh? It was in Brazil? Uh, Rio. Yeah, it was Rio. Yeah, the yeah, time they, difference is a little different. They were only ahead by, they were ahead, I think, right? Ahead or behind. Like, Either way, it was, it, it wasn't, was not like, a full far. day. Yeah, China's, yeah. like, a whole. To- this is Tokyo, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's Tokyo. Tokyo. But still, Japan's still, it's same, 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 you Either know. Way, all that in Asia is a whole day ahead. Right, they're a whole yeah, day ahead. For sure. And, and opposite end is the thing. Like, yeah, we're they're night, they're morning. It's, so I think it's that. Um, I think that has to do a lot. And also the fans, the fact that there's no buddies in the arena. So it doesn't really give that much of the sense of importance to the games as much. I guess. To me, it felt... To me, watching the Olympics with no fans felt like kind of how I felt in high school when I would be at track and field events and we'd be doing the events. Like, the events would start during basically our sixth period in high school, which is like 1, 2 o'clock. So it usually would be no fans. Nobody have any, any energy yeah. at that time. And it's usually nobody in the stands. It's usually just like the other teams, maybe like the trainers, maybe a couple parents who might show up to watch. But it's usually no, maybe like the people who have PE that period who are like, fuck it, we can't be on the field, so let's just watch track events. It's usually not a lot of fans in the stands. That's what it, it gave me that vibes. It was quiet. The only people you really hear cheering on was the team, and all the athletes was really able to like just lock in and not worry about the fans. But at the same time, it did seem kind of dead because at the same time, there wasn't no fans, especially with certain events like basketball. Right. Some of the other sporting events where you would expect fans to be there, like the soccer games and stuff. Right. It was track and field. That was kind of events you want fans there. You want them screaming, especially the uh, sprints. It almost felt like just a waste of money on Tokyo just to host it. Like, you, I mean, you got to build the stadiums. You got to host you know, the athletes. You got to, you know, you got to provide, you know, things necessary to run a the, the Olympic Games. And not really have a payout like that like i i don't know what the views are like i haven't really they haven't really like the super bowl had more views in the olympics i think if that's what i read I i'm think not I seen a, i'm not shook i seen a stat like towards the beginning when the open ceremony happened i think it says something like that this year's super bowl had way more views than the uh, olympics for sure but yeah. i could be wrong on that so don't quote me on that yeah because and also, like, with the whole, like, leading up to the Olympic with all the, the drama and all that, I think that kind of, like, jaded people's mind to the point where they're like, I don't even want to fucking watch the Olympic because maybe... The whole COVID stuff about... COVID and, yeah, you know, the flag and uh, the, the drug test and, you know, all the drama leading up to it. Yeah, I don't think, it, I don't think that took a... The whole Shikari Richardson and all that stuff, I don't think that really played a right. role into... Cause, yeah, and then Simone pulled out, and a lot of people are Simone supporters. So like, she, once she pulled she out, they're uh, probably like not really. She finished the yeah. last, um, the uh, one of the game, but also like when she pulled out, I think maybe a lot of people lost interest because they were really just kind of tuning in yeah, just for, for her, you know. But and you're right. I maybe the Simone thing probably did do a little to the ratings. Maybe just on the USA side, I can't speak for the other countries, but. Right. I know for a fact, like the Shikari and all that stuff, the people saying that they weren't going to watch the Olympics because of the Shikari Richardson is just the equivalent to people saying that they wouldn't watch football because of the people taking any. All y'all are still yeah. watching it regardless. Yeah, you, no, you say I, that. I, you're still going to like check in and watch it. Most right. people that say that, they're just talking. I, I don't d- think that affects the So, 
so I think we would probably agree it had it had a lot to do with the schedule. It had a lot to do with where you're where you can yeah. access it because it was difficult. I tried, but it was it was a lot. Like I don't want to like subscribe to a bunch of and I think we're also jaded with a bunch of streaming platforms. I mean, I'm I'm paying we're paying for like I don't know like four different ones. Cause so then at that point, like how much more do you want to like really tackle? Like, do you really want to subscribe just to watch the Olympic for no, this month? Gonna, like a lot well, of people aren't going to do that. Legally. Right. Or, or <laughs> I mean, you can do that, but also like that takes up a lot of data. Ain't nobody going to like, if, you know, want to use their data if they're not at home or whatever. Case oh, might well, be. I wasn't watching that. If I wasn't at home to watch it on my, well, I didn't watch it like on a no illegal streaming sites anyways. I just typed in watch Olympics on Google. And it showed me, like, this NBC website that was called, like, WatchOlympics.com. And it was nothing but full coverage. You could click on, like, whatever link. And it would take you to a certain stream link for if you wanted to watch volleyball or track or basketball right. or the bicycling or whatever bullshit was on. You could watch that specific event. Yeah. I was just on there. If I, if I wasn't at home to watch that, then I wasn't going to be honest. If it, to be honest, like, it. if it was on ESPN, I think they would have pulled more numbers. Just because ESPN does a better job of promoting things that are happening rather than NBC. Mm-hmm. I don't think NBC is very great at that. Even when they try to like, prom- unless you're watching Channel Four or whatever the case might be, and you like think- you see it on the infomercial, they don't really do a very good job. They don't really have a bigger social media presence to the point where oh, that's true. They're not really presenting people like the timing, like, "Hey, motherfucker, like, tune in at seven p.m." Like, yeah, keeping you know? us up to date. But which is weird because they didn't. I mean, I maybe it was just because of the time difference was different in Tokyo because they didn't do that bad when it came to Brazil. They, uh, when we was in London in 2012, they were NBC and NBC always does the Olympics. So they usually do a good job. Actually, it's just, we in this now, this new streaming area. And I think they were trying to do too much with the streaming. I think they should like, you could still have your streaming shit, but I think Olympics should still be somewhere where it's free because everybody wants to watch the Olympics. Not everybody yeah. can afford to pay nine ninety nine, four ninety nine a month for your right. streaming service, and also the lack of like um, stars that are, like your cap, your that capture the imagination of the the country. Like everybody want to see Phelps swim, you know. Did he even um? Is he? Isn't he retired? Yeah, he's retired. I'm yeah, just saying. Right. Like I'm saying when oh, he was. Oh, you're saying oh, okay. I'm no, saying no, when no. he was at his peak, like everybody tuned yeah. in. Yeah. And this year it was just. It seemed like everybody just want to see Simone, but Simone pulled the fuck out. So and then at that point, it's like who else is a household name? You know, like all the swimmers. There was one guy who was winning a lot, but I can't remember to say his fucking name. Katie Ledecky did. She yeah. did solid. The the female swim. The oh yeah, swimmer, yeah, yeah, Katie yes, Ledecky, her. She did cool. Um, I watched some of her. And uh, then we did. We didn't do that bad in track and field. We didn't do that bad. We took some. We took some medals. Took home, but I mean, we do what we usually do. We do good and everything, mainly except for the hundred meter. Like we do good yeah. in the hundred meter, but Jamaica or someone always comes through. I'm start. I see way more and, uh, coverage on like hot females from like other countries, like <laughs> the one from Turkey and the one from like another country where they're like gaining shit ton of followers because they're like a pretty uh, blonde hair blue eyes chick that are like running in the track i'm like really and they fast too they, they these these are getting the fucking like posts and not our american athletes so and and it's like on the new york post like the new york post is like posting other people like yeah, other a, country athletes rather than their own weird, which is weird to me this was a weird uh it was a weird olympics like it's and we're in a new generation where a lot of those a lot of stars that we grew up watching when we were kids. I mean, we start kids, but a lot of stars we grew up watching the Olympics. They're all old and retired now because you got remember it happens every four years. So 
Right. Every time you see these people come back around in the Olympics, they done already aged four years. So if you go through three, that's 12 years. These, some of these dudes, these women are like 40 now. And also, do you think there's like that crowd where like, oh, the race, the, the, the Olympic is racist. I don't want to watch it. You know, with all that fucking sentiment nowadays. Like no, that's the same thing as the people. That's, that's what I was saying. That's the same thing as the people as the people who were saying they weren't going to watch the NFL because they were letting players take a knee in all the politics and sports. Yeah. Even if y'all stopped watching, it still was 300, I mean, 3 million people that were still watching. So that 200,000 that said the Olympics are racist weren't going to affect the billions of people in the world watching. I don't know what people thought they was going to like. I mean, I could get if you with the whole Shakari Richardson, all the other stuff. Y'all think the Olympics is racist or whatever. But you really thought that 200,000 people boycott Olympics when everybody in the whole world is watching this sporting event was going to like put a dent in their coverage or in their ratings. Because I don't think it did. I think everything else just the the unpreparedness that happened with this Olympics is what right and also ruined it and also I think I can say for our country I can't really say for other countries that might have been locked down or whatever case might be but like it's summertime we've been locked down for like almost two years I think we're just trying to do a lot where a lot of people are trying to travel a lot of people are trying to do road trips a lot of people are trying to go out ain't nobody want to sit at home and watch more shit you know not sitting at home. we've been sitting at home for two years just watching shit like we I think I've never consumed sports more than I have consumed sports like in the, in the last years. year. And that's even if we include the year before COVID. So we include 2019. Yeah, I think this is right. probably the past And leading years. up, it was like it was like the Euros. It was the NBA Finals. It was it was a lot of shit leading the up Super to the Bowl whole. Super Bowl just ended. It, right. The Chiefs so had just won. People are so jaded with sports that we're like, I don't give a fuck about this person who's trying to do a fucking butterfly backstroke i don't I'm really give to, a damn you know go drink some casamigos right right to, everybody's out here trying to like party and then also if you're not trying to be a partying and you're worrying about covid then you're you know you're not really going to be like putting your mind on trying to catch the olympics so i don't know it's just a bad timing well i think next next olympics is going to be different i don't think next olympics is going to come back and it's going to feel more normal than ever before unless this new uh lamp 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 on uh, variant start killing more people. Oh my god, I'm not worried about that no more. All right. A- anyways, last last topic before um last last topic for bench warmer report that uh caught your eye the last couple weeks. Uh not couple weeks, just the last week. Uh you want to talk about we can talk about Messi, we can talk about Jello. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Messi real quick. Okay. Um the coverage was insane. I mean oh my god. They like, were treating him like the president in France. Exactly. I mean, because he is the GOAT. He is the GOAT. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean Ronaldo's a GOAT, but he's the GOAT. Bro. I mean, that's the de- that's debatable. You know, let the, <laughs> that is debatable. We, we're not going to debate that. Like, we, we can let all the, the, the football fuckboys to debate that. They're both great in my eyes. So, yeah, I don't care. I just like to do it because I know people will be getting mad. Yeah, they get say, so fucking fuck furious. Fuck you, you're Ronaldo like, no. fan. Messi the GOAT. I don't give a fuck, man. Yeah, they're both great. In, uh, they're, they're both great in their own fucking own way. But damn, like... I just want to talk about Barcelona financial state. Oh, my God. Like, whoever runs their balance sheet must be fired. Fired. I get it. It's a pandemic. But the one thing about running an an organization and a business, whatever the case might be, yo, there's a term. You got to have cash for a rainy day, my brother. Like, where's the cash? You know, like, you can't. As as a as a business or as as a corporations that that's 
is that big. You're the biggest. You're the richest club in the entire world. You know, um, and 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 for you to be like quote unquote living paycheck to paycheck, sort of speak. You know, mm-hmm. like that's wild. Like I don't understand how how a hundred and like fifteen percent of your thing is like um of of your in no I don't know how to work this right so a hundred percent income right seventy only seventy of it could go towards player wages they had a hundred and fifteen percent towards player wages and now it's like ninety something without Messi which is like fifty million dollars they're gonna cut his contract half and if they cut it to half, he would have been getting paid fifty million a year. That's more than NBA. That's more than MLB. That's more than anybody. So he was getting paid a hundred mil a year. And they and they couldn't even pay him fifty. Could they, they couldn't. And and also they want to blame it on La Liga because La Liga is coming down with this uh, regulations that isn't allowing them. Supposedly they already not supposedly they already had a contract written and da da case might be but like La Liga is looking at their balance sheet and like their growth and annual income and all that and they're like eh, eh, wait a minute something ain't right here so y- y'all y'all where are you getting this money from because you got a lot of shit to pay for and you ain't get you don't have the income necessarily coming in to pay for this shit well you know Messi was helping them do tax fraud I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You know, my man Messi was like, out there, out there helping them. You know, man, I don't know what was going. I don't know what's going on. I'm like, yo, like, you can't. That's like, that's like the Lakers. Like, here, here, you Americans, basketball term, basketball term. That's like the Lakers telling Kobe, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, like, we would like to sign you. But the NBA just doesn't want, just doesn't allow, like, we, we're over the cap, and there's no way we can get under the cap. We can't trade player Like, we don't know. We can't trade players because nobody wants our players. Like, there's no, there's no way. Or, like, right That'd now, right. Like, like, right now, look, like, let's say Steph contract expires. And, like, the Warriors, like, fuck, we can't, we can't. We're, yeah, that'd be like, that'd be like. Uh, Steph, con- we trying to renew Steph, and the Warriors are like, okay, we got to get rid of Draymond, Clay, Wiseman, and Wiggins just in order to keep Steph. Exactly. You might as well just go bankrupt at that point, or let the start. You might as well just let Steph go. Or, or, but, but that's you know worst case scenario. But you know you got to think ahead. You got a star player. You got to pay him. So you can't be signing like. You can't be breaking the bank on anybody else besides him. They were breaking the bank on them. They were breaking on the bank on Griezmann. They were breaking the bank on Coutinho. They were breaking the bank on Dembele. They were breaking the bank on Mutidi. They were breaking the bank on everybody. And then they saw... They broke it on Neymar when he was there. Uh no, they sold him for a lot. They sold him for like two hundred and thirty some mil. So they got the money back. So they got the money back. They got the money back. I don't know about um, Suarez. I don't think they got their money back on Suarez. No, they lo- they no, because they sold him for like uh, a back they, of chips. Yeah, they, they sold him way less than what they got Luis Suarez for. So yeah. that was another player that I think they. Him. I think he let. He, I think he was going on free agent. I don't think um, he was a free agent. I think they sold him. Okay, whatever the case might be, but they they sold um they sold a few players for a back of chips. Uh, and then they sign they sign um fuck up his name from uh, from Leon um. Uh, Memphis, uh, Memphis Depay. They signed Agu- uh, Aguero. 
Um, they sign uh, Eric Garcia. So they sign a few players, then they got to pay those player wages. But you haven't figured out the GOAT wage? Yeah, how do you Come I on, man, like trying to get his contract done before anybody. Right, that's be like that's like saying, like, oh, hold on, bro. Stay there, Kobe. Like, we'll, we'll put, or, or Steph. I, I won't talk about Kobe. Or Bron. Kobe's, or Bron, or whatever. That's saying, hey, hey, stay there, Bron. Like, we'll figure your contract out. After but let me, everybody let me else. break the bank and pay AD, pay Kuzma, pay... Uh, pay all these like all these people and then i'll deal with you and then when you come it's like oh fuck actually we don't have money like oh my god like how dumb can you be and then also like isn't there a thing where it's like you you gotta know your projections like how much you're pulling in how yeah. much your expenses are they're counting fucked up yeah like i think and and they're counting fucked up because like you would say like i know covid covid fucked everybody in the sports industry not just the soccer clubs but your accountants should be good enough at doing their job that to where they can make the adjustments on the fly, like as COVID is happening. Okay, be like, this is what we're projected to probably lose. This is what we projected to make. Here's gonna be our profit gain, our profit loss. Exactly. We're gonna probably be in the red once once uh 2021 comes back around. Yeah, this is stuff that they should have been prepared for instead Ex- of like, and maybe maybe they were, but maybe it was just like they were just so much in the red that they couldn't do nothing about it. Exactly, it's- that's one thing I could think. It, yeah, no, uh, I mean, but the thing is, they don't really have an excuse because every club went through the same shit. There's a, no, I yes. mean, I mean, you can say Inter is doing the same thing. They sell, they sold uh, Lukaku, they sold uh, Akimi, and they might sell uh, Lorado Martinez as well. Um, so they're in a financial hole. But like, also, you're the biggest club, my guy. You own, you pull in massive numbers. You make a lot of money. And Messi makes you a lot of money, and it's just you got mad sponsors. Yeah, mad sponsors. I don't know. They dropped the ball. I think that was something that they could. Uh, this is something they could have avoided. But I mean, if you really look at it, I'm pretty sure we could have seen this coming like a while ago, like like a good four or five years ago. Because, like we said, they was it was a whole bunch of other players there that they was just throwing the bag at. Well, yeah, we we can kind of we kind of projected like like starting a, starting of the pandemic because yeah. they couldn't sell. The thing is, they couldn't sell Coutinho because they gave him a big ass contract. Mm-hmm. They couldn't sell. They they uh, they couldn't. Uh, they're trying to swap Griezmann right now. They couldn't sell Dembele. They couldn't sell. Uh, uh, um, um, Umtiti. Umtiti. Um, they couldn't sell a lot of fucking players. Um, they, so, you know, they, they essentially had to let go Squires. Uh, so they couldn't get they couldn't get compensated for the players that left. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, and that's when it'll fucking. Yeah. Um, la- oh, okay, last thing. Let's talk about um, LaMelo. No, not LaMelo. LaMelo. LiAngelo. LiAngelo. Fuck. I'm I'm mix, I'm mixing up. Leangelo. Uh, are we impressed by what we've seen so far through uh, throughout the uh, the summer man. league so far? I told you. I told not you, but I told I told Yo, you. Yo, can we talk about the amount of tats that boy got through this <laughs> couple years? They said that man not not playing uh, pro pro ball. They said that man got his um got his uh what's it called his two K V C. Oh, oh yeah, just went ham. Just went, yeah, he went ham, bro. I don't, I think he he got, he, it was on his fingers, it was on, he it was everywhere. I mean, he no. it better fucking work out because I don't think he can get a regular. He, I don't, he can't get a regular job. Yeah, you get a regular job with tattoos. You have to wear long sleeves. I, I mean, see. he has neck tattoos. Yeah, but I mean, he don't got to get a regular job. His, his, he got his yeah, he's he's, he's making yeah, money. He's set for he, life. Yeah, but I'm I'm not gonna say set for life. He's set for life. 
They as spend as, a lot of money. As long as Lonzo and Lamelo and Lamelo are in the league, but you don't, that family bro, sad. bro. They're not gonna be cashing their brother checks like that. You don't think? You don't think that his that they're gonna like he owns part of the brand too. Like he make money from just his shoes. What the fuck is the brand doing? People buy that shit. I'm not. Oh I don't my know people god! I've right never now. seen a person walking in the streets. The mall, the hotel, I see the, people in big, the downtown in, with the BBB. I've never seen I've it. I've seen people in big baller brand shirts and stuff all the time. No. I I've see seen more BBW than I see BBB t-shirts. BBW. I'm just, I'm just, that was just oh. a joke. That was just a joke. <laughs> I was like, what? No, man. I've, I've seen people in, maybe not like the shoes, but like the clothing. I've seen people in, not all the time, but I see people in it. So people are buying it. And. It's a lot of people. Just because we don't see people wearing it, don't mean people not wearing it, bro. But we in we in California. If we don't really, if we rarely see it here, where are we really gonna see it? Uh, overseas, actually. A lot of people overseas. Overseas, buy this stuff. yeah, probably at the thrift store somewhere, just nah. chilling on a hanger. You gotta remember, over people overseas are more fans than people in America. Because in America, we all just hate overseas. People don't be giving a fuck if you good at sports and they go and they a fan. I don't know, but LeVar ain't really doing anything to promote the brand. The shoes was the fuck up. You got Lonzo wearing Nikes and shit. Well, you know, right now they and just then focus you got on getting Jello in the league. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right, let's get back to the Jello. So, but he played good. He played good. He played I like good today too. I was watching a little earlier. I like his shot. I like his shot a lot. Um, I think. Yeah, um, he's doing exactly what he need to do. Is there a guy in the league that you can kind of, he he's kind of like a he's I think he's more like a bench rotation come in yeah. spot rebound not really a starter. He's not really nah, like he, uh, he wouldn't be a starter right now unless he develops and really nah, he's, he needs nice, another like four years of progressions. Role player, sharpshooter. Yeah, sharpshooters. Like who? Wait, with KCP, Troy Daniels, Reggie Bullock, Duncan Robinson. Kyle whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you put Duncan in there. Fam, you said compare him to what type of... What oh, he's okay. Doing all, in right, the league. all right, all right, Duncan's a bad boy. That's No, he's not as good as Duncan Robinson, but that's what he's going to be doing in the league yeah. with the Duncans, the KCPs, Troy I mean, Daniel, Reggie Bullock. Yeah, I mean, if... if um, Stand if, in the corner and hit a three. That's it. Yeah, no, so but he also, he, he's not slow. He can hustle. He can grab no, rebounds. He's a good hustler. Um, everybody keeps saying like he's the steal king. I don't know why. Um, I guess he just he, averaged like one the, or two steals a game. He's the best defender out of the. Oh wait, no, I'm lying. No, he's that's the second Lonzo. best defender out of the. Yeah, brothers. yeah. Leangelo don't defend. Um, so we'll he's put a him. Def- he's a decent defender. He's a, de- he has he, a big he, body. He, yeah, he. That's what helps him. He has a big body. Oh no! I meant Mello. I meant oh. I meant Mello. Don't really defend. Oh yeah, not nah, Mello. Don't really defend. Ma- he just Mello. played a passing lanes. Right, right, right. He's just kind of like <laughs> I act like I'm gonna try to steal the ball, but not really. Go ahead, take it, take take the layup bucket right behind me. It's okay. And then let me like throw a bomb down the court to my center, who's cherry picking. But I think the Hornets. I mean, I can't speak for him. I don't work for him, but I think they like what they see from Jello right now. All right. I'd be curious. I'm curious to like. If they keep him past the summer league and they put him and they sign him to the roster, I'm curious to see him and Melo and uh, Terry Rozier on the court at the same time, along with Gordon Hayward. I think they should give him a chance, man. They should give him a chance. I who, I mean, who else on that squad that like that can sh- that's that a spot up shooter that kind of shine more than he is right now in the summer league? You know, the rookie uh, that they drafted a uh, book night or whatever. He's been playing good too. Okay, but he was like a top pick, so he should yeah. be playing good. But no, nah, yeah, I assign him, um, and then you know let him progress, and then 
throw him in there, a few, you know, average him like eight, eight to ten minutes per game. See what he can do. If he if he shines, then let him play more. If he not, then mm-hmm. all right. But I think um, I, will I think he kind of proved himself as a as a spot yeah. shooter in the league. Yeah, people. I was trying to tell people that's the best shooter. Everybody was like, oh, he ain't going to be able to shoot. People disrespect the Jello so much. People was like, oh, just because he did the stealing shit, the, he stole the glasses in China, he wasn't good. But people forget that when he was in high school, he was leading the state of California in points per game. Yeah. He holds a scoring record, I think, in California or something like that. I think another thing is that, like, I think he's the most, un, like, athleticism-wise and attributes of all the three brothers. Like yeah, he, he has the lease. So I think people were, were kind of like, you know, mm-hmm. pick your poison, like which one of the brothers you want to go with. And it's like, uh, it's, it's uh, Lonzo and uh, Melo. And then so it's kind of like, it kind of like, you know, slide him to the, and also with I'm the whole sorry. stealing. So there's some things it where it's, it was his fault. He didn't look like he was committed as much as the other two brothers. Yeah. You know? I would, and I would think that would be the only thing why it took him so long to get this chance is people maybe thought he wasn't committed because I don't see how skill was in the question because he's he proved he got a scholarship to go to UCLA. You didn't just get that because of his brother. He got that because of his accolades in high school. Exactly. And I'm like I say always, he's the best shooter out of all three of the brothers. So and we're in a three point shooting league, so I don't understand how he's not in the league already. He should have been in the league. He could come off any team. You don't got to start. Come off yeah. the bench on any no, team. No, it really, it really up. hurt him. The fact that Melo shined, and 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 mm-hmm. Lonzo was picking up steam. You know, because it's. Mm-hmm. I think it, that actually helped him. If anything, it it did help him to. I I think it it really helped him getting the 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 the, 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 the Charlotte uh, sh- signing uh, mm-hmm. of the summer league, but also it kind of hurt him because like you know he's kind of like an afterthought in a way. Yeah, it was like Lonzo was. At UCLA, coming out of UCLA, doing his thing. Lamelo was in high school and at the Lithuania shit overseas, doing his thing. And then Jello was like, "It was just Jello's just there." It's like, all right, are you gonna get any better? I mean, he has after he didn't get drafted that year. He ended the draft. He has been working on his game. He showed that he has better, better. He has a way better handle. It's tough to be the middle, bro. It's tough to be the middle. Like it's easy to it's easy to be the big because. You lead the way. You, you lead the way, but it's also the youngest because the it's like potential. Everything's handed to you, and you have yeah, the best yeah, potential. yeah. Everybody look at potential in the youngest. Oh, he's the youngest. He's probably gonna be the best one because he, you know, he's been you know put through the ringer by his two bigger brothers, and mm-hmm. then the middle one is kind of like always the forgotten one, you know. So, I, I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I hope he continue this shit and then uh, land a spot, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be cool watching him in the league. Yeah, um, he may. He made the most of this opportunity, so even if the Hornets don't sign him, I could see a team signing him to come off the bench and be just a sharpshooter. Yeah, somebody that needs a sharpshooter in the league is going to sign him because he proved that. He and put play. him on the Lakers, yeah. Put him on the Lakers. Why didn't the Lakers sign him? I mean, he's probably better than Melo. No, I'm just kidding. Then Carmelo? I'm playing. I'm playing. That oh was a joke. Gosh. That was a joke, man. That was. Yeah, a joke. I, I'm. I'm the. I'm That's the joke. biggest uh, BBB stand, but let's not get. That's started. a joke. <laughs> I mean, at this point, he's probably better than Kuzma. I mean, anybody's no, better. I'll say that. Shit, I'm moving. I'm moving trash cans, pretty. But it's probably catching more uh, uh, um, balls than Kuzma. Watch Kuzma gonna average like 25 this year. I watch. know he's gonna shut me up. <laughs> he gonna average like 25. He's about to shut all y'all you know, up. He about to tweet a shit ton at Laker fans. Just be like, oh yeah, I I've been seeing a lot of your stupid retweets. Oh, I know. Man. Hey, I know a lot I'm of fucking Laker Kuzma. fans that was brutal to him. I oh, was man. like, brutal. He used to be killing him on Twitter. I'm like, man. I mean. 
I used to laugh and make some jokes too, but I'm like, I don't know. He be acting like he the tiger of any of the NBA. That's why. Hey man, that's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah. The only thing he's missing is OF. If you made an OF, oh man. Oh, okay. Oh man, is there anybody? Is there any basketball player with an OF? I would hope that it's not niggas out here with OnlyFans. Because I'm like, you aren't you aren't you are you getting underpaid, my guy? Like, do you really need your OF? As if if there's an NBA player getting OF, man. I'd be like, something's wrong with your agent. Your agent's not doing doing enough work in the contract room. Man, you can never make too much money, man. I know, man. I heard, I heard, uh, I heard. Tiger made like eight million a month off of his dong. Yeah, because it probably was not just women looking at it; it was gay dudes looking at it too. I mean, I didn't think you would make eight mil off of just your big dick. That's wild to me. What? <laughs> Pause. Bro, he literally made like eight mil off of just his dick pic. <laughs> Do you not have to say big dick? <laughs> I mean, I heard he got the big thing hanging. So, Fam, that's, how he, that's how he pulled money. That's how he made money. <laughs> on OF. Oh, my gosh. That's bad, sus. Well, I'm just saying, if you got a big dick, you got a big dick. Ain't nothing wrong with me saying that man got a big dick. There's a lot. I mean, he got an eight million dollar dick, apparently. I I don't want to find out if it's worth eight million. I hope that shit, bro. That shit was all over Instagram and Twitter when it was leaked. I didn't look it up. People were like, "Yo, let's let's subscribe just to see Tiger's penis," but you know, whatever. I didn't do it. I don't know what his dick looked like. It's just uh, it's just the tea heard around the world. Oh my gosh, this man! But yeah, all right, man. That's <laughs> it for Bitch Roman Report. We're gonna end that on, uh, on that note. Uh, before I get into more dick talk, um, yeah. So my name's Try again. This my is y'all. We'll be back. Uh, what's today? Tuesday. Whoa, today's Thursday. Thursday big dog. Oh shit! Yeah, we for, I forgot because we didn't do. Yeah, we didn't know. So we'll be back next week. This week. Uh, with more sports shit to talk about. Um, and yeah, man, we out.